Good evening, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to On The Board Sports Talk, brought to you by Solo Vinyl Stickers and a little too spooky. Let's get into it. Start the weekend right. What a wild week. We have got trades all over the place in the MLB, in the NFL, NHL trade deadline. There's a lot of stuff to unpack this week. First and foremost, let's just go ahead and get into it. I got I, You guys know that I have been dying to say these words pretty much forever. Baseball is back. Spring training started this past week. I really haven't done anything other than monitor trades across the sports world and watch spring training. The Red Sox game yesterday, insane. 14 runs the first game of spring training this year. Outstanding. Uh, My Orioles played today, which was also absolutely awesome, though they did get worked by the Blue Jays, as they tend to do. But it's just great to have the sport back. The CBA has finally come to an agreement. The MLBPA, the MLB, as we discussed last week, have reached an amicable term, and the sport is back. Regular season starts April 7th. I will be attending the Padres versus the World Series champion Atlanta Braves mid-April at Petco Park. Cannot wait for that. Cannot wait for the regular season to get here. It's going to be outstanding. The trades that have gone on just in the last 10 days, 7 to 10 days, have been absolutely insane. Some of the signings that we've seen, new players in new uniforms. How about Joe Kelly to the bullpen in Chicago, south side, an already ridiculously dangerous bullpen. I think that he is going to absolutely thrive in. The White Sox are going to be a team to watch this year. High expectations last year. They played lights out baseball and then got absolutely worked in the playoffs. Got to imagine they're going to be coming back for a vengeance. I think that they're going to be a sleeper team to watch this year. Sleeper might be a loose word. Coming out of my mouth, that didn't feel right. They're going to be a highly touted team that is going to be every bit as lethal as they look on paper. Uh, and that, that they're not the only team that's that's been moving players like crazy. They're not the only organization looking to make big moves. How about the San Francisco Giants? World Series champion, pearls and all, Jock Peterson to the Giants, inked. That one's going to be weird. That is going to be weird for me. Last year with the Braves, the whole thing surrounding Jock and the social media presence that he had with the pearls and the whole deal, it was fun. But you think of him as a Brave, and now he's going to be in the black and orange in the Bay Area, probably still kicking ass and taking names because he's just a baller like that. That one really, really caught me off guard. Obviously, it goes without saying. Another huge one that I think took the baseball world by storm. How about bad boy Chris Bryant? Seven years, $182 million. Oh, you think, oh, obviously he went to like the Yankees and the Red Sox or like one of these big money teams. Colorado Rockies. 
for the next seven years. That is absolutely insane to me. I think with the, all the, the moves that have been going on the last, like I said, seven to ten days, I think football has really taken over. But there have been some absolutely stellar moves, some really big moves by some of these organizations as soon as the lockout ended in baseball. Kyle Schwarber to the Phillies. That's a weird one. You know, it, it's just one of those things. It's like the the lockout ended, everything started to get going again, and immediately guys are just bouncing all over the place. It's fun. It's fun after not having anything go on from right when the World Series ended and just hoping we were going to get baseball back, seeing what was going to happen. And it was like every day. Oh, we haven't made any moves, haven't made any moves, haven't made any progress, nothing's getting done, we're leaving Florida. Baseball fans are sitting there going, dude, are we ever going to fucking have baseball again? Yes, you are. Now. And there is going to be a lot, a lot of moves. We're talking about all these trades, and we really haven't even undressed one of the biggest moves in baseball. The Braves. Pretty much with one fell swoop ending an era in Atlanta they signed Matt Olson from the Athletics 8 year 168 million dollars to take over the first base bag which pretty clearly just immediately signaled to every avid baseball fan out there that is the end of Freddie Freeman in Georgia And for about half a day, I could not wrap my head around where he was going to go, what was going to happen, what this meant for baseball. And then, out of not nowhere, but pretty much just all of the sudden, it gets announced. Los Angeles Dodgers. Huge move, huge contract. He's going to be a Dodger for at least the next six years. Unbelievable. Like the Dodgers could possibly get any more badass, and you're just going to stick Freddie Freeman in that lineup. And that's it. They, much like the White Sox, are just going to be a force to reckon with. I mentioned the White Sox earlier completely neglected the fact the fact that they also acquired Josh Harrison from the Athletics another stellar stellar move for their batting order for their lineup they're going to be something to reckon with you heard it here first get the William Hill out because they are going to be a force in the American League this year can't wait to watch them play some baseball they they played two 7 inning games Battle of Chicago yesterday dominated the Chicago Cubs on two separate sides of the country. It was awesome. I loved it. I can't wait to see some of the stars really getting out there, see Lance Lynn on the mound. I I think I'm all White Sox this year. Obviously, I love my Orioles. You guys know that. If you listen to the show, if you've ever heard me ever talk about baseball ever, you know I'm a diehard Orioles fan. But the fact of the matter is, Despite Cedric Mullins, Trey Mancini, John Means, they are just not there. They're too small market, and they they just don't have the talent. It's unfortunate, but 
I got to watch other teams as they look to make postseason runs. And I think this year my eyes are going to be on the Chicago White Sox because I think that they're going to be ballers. And that, that that's just the way it is. Wild, wild trades this week. Wild signings it, it, just across the board. We dive into the NFL here in a little while. We'll talk about some of the massive, massive acquisitions that have happened through free agency this past week. Jaguars have gone all in. The Denver Broncos, as we talked about last week with Russell Wilson, they are also seemingly all in. Crazy exciting week, maybe 10 days that we've seen people moving all over the place. Pretty much every sport you watch come next year is going to be massively, massively different in terms of where your favorite players are, and what it's going to look like for them. Or what it's going to look like for you, I should say. Ooh, just scrolling here. I completely forgot to even mention Anthony Rizzo, multi-year contract, returns to the New York Yankees. Good move by the Yankees. I like that. Rizzo's a badass. And I think that he's a good fit for the New York Yankees. He just... He's got that, you know, that Yankee swagger that I think that that team is, has always had as far back as I can remember. I, I think that's going to be I think that's going to be a good fit for them. They're going to be a team to watch this year too. The Yankees are I know they were kind of wishy-washy last year and then you lose in the play-in. Up and down up and down with the New York Yankees, but I do think that they are are at least going to be in the talks this year as far as competitiveness, drive to the playoffs. We'll see. 162, it's a long, long, long season. So we'll see what happens. So unfucking believably excited that baseball is back. So right now, we've got baseball, we've got the NBA. Heating up towards the playoffs. Suns still dominating the NBA. Absolutely, by and far, the best team in basketball. Memphis also lights out. Hot on their tail. 48-22. and 22. They look great. Golden State, Miami, Milwaukee. A lot of teams with a lot of talent as we gear up towards the playoffs. I cannot wait for the NBA playoffs. NHL is nearing its last 20 to 25 games, so the playoff race is heating up there. If you're looking to talk hockey, please check out our newest podcast from On the Board, On the Board Sports Talk, Storm in the Crease. I'm on there talking some hockey. Fantastic host, Kevin Williams, the hockey mind, talking about all of it, talking Golden Knights. We're talking Western Conference, Eastern Conference, dominant Hurricanes, dominant Panthers. The playoff race in the NHL this year is going to be insane. This is the only thing we're missing right now is football. No football, but it is a wonderful time of year. It's getting warm outside. Players are back on the diamond playing ball. Playoffs in the NBA, playoffs in the NHL. Going to be a wild finish to both of those seasons. It's the best time of year. Best time of year. And even though there's no football, like, sure, it sucks that there's no football right now, but man, some of these moves that have gone on. How about inking Aaron Rodgers? Big money, highest paid quarterback in the NFL. 
Tom Brady's coming back. Russell Wilson's in Denver. It's just a wild, wild new look across the NFL. Of course, the big news that broke yesterday that everybody's talking about, how could you not? Devontae Adams moving on. Told Green Bay after they paid Aaron, I won't play on the franchise tag. I won't do it. And we've seen that move before, haven't we? We have. And it was kind of like, what, what's Green Bay going to do? You got your star quarterback. You paid him all the money in the world. Now you need your star receiver. Nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to trade him to the Las Vegas Raiders for some picks. And then he is going to sign the biggest wide receiver contract in NFL history. Five years, $141 million. Reunited with Derek Carr, who he played with at Fresno State. Won the Mountain West title. Carr's excited. The whole team's excited. Devontae got paid. They also went out and got Chandler Jones. The AFC West, between the Chiefs, Khalil Mack to the Chargers, this new onslaught of signings and trades by the Raiders, and they let Zay Jones go. They acquired Devontae Adams. The AFC West is going to be absolutely fucking wild. I think that the Broncos are going to be, I won't use the phrase front runner, but I definitely think that the Broncos with the massive upgrade at the quarterback position, they're they're just going to be every bit as good as it seems like they're going to be on paper. The Raiders, like I said, going to be significantly, significantly improved from where they were last year and their first round exit in Cincinnati. It's a massive upgrade for that division. Kansas City, we haven't even mentioned that yet. Kansas City goes out and gets Juju Smith-Schuster for a one-year, just shy of $11 million deal. Did not even kind of see that one coming, but I think it's fantastic. Uh Speaking of Juju and and his former team in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh another big the, another big acquisition in Mitch Trubisky. Following Roethlisberger, you know Mason Rudolph is not ready to take over at the helm as a starter. So you go out and you get a guy that has starter experience, sat behind last year one of the best quarterbacks in football in Josh Allen veteran comparatively speaking or not you you learn from a guy like that you learn from somebody that has the skill and the decision making and the raw talent that Josh Allen has I think it's going to be a very unique change in Pittsburgh but I wouldn't be surprised if Mitch Trubisky comes in over the next two years and thrives in that Pittsburgh offense. They've got a good receiving core. They have a great, young, talented running back. I think that Pittsburgh is going to be better than they were last year, despite the absence of Juju Smith-Schuster, and despite the absence of Ben Roethlisberger. You get some new talent in there, and I think that they're going to go back to being a threat in the AFC North. 
it, just players all over the place. The biggest move, in my opinion, in the AFC North right now is this fiasco with Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson. The Browns came out, or well, the media came out, I should say, in regard to the Browns, stating that they were looking to actively acquire Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson was in talks to end up in quite a few different places. We heard Atlanta, pending what was going on with Matt Ryan and the big chunk of change that they owed him this week. We heard New Orleans. Nobody knows really for sure what what the, the plan is there in regards to Winston and whether or not he's going to be the starter. And then the Browns organization came out and said that they are no longer in the running to acquire Deshaun Watson. Baker Mayfield releases a post thanking Cleveland for their time and stating how much he loved it and how much he learned. And basically an emotional, call it what you want, you can say whatever you want, basically a big farewell post to the city of Cleveland, requests a trade. Because why would you want to play somewhere that's looking to actively replace you with somebody better? Logic, I can wrap my head around, at least. They basically tell him no. They deny his trade request. So then you spend the rest of that time period going, so okay, so Baker's going to start. Baker's going to be in Cleveland. Nope. Because they have acquired Deshaun Watson following his wave of his no-movement clause, inking him five years, $230 million guaranteed, which, by the way, is a new record for the highest guarantee ever given to an NFL player. So he will be the new superstar in Cleveland. It's it's. Just insane to even think about Deshaun Watson there. Over the last couple years now, it's pretty weird to think of him anywhere other than Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, I mean, and let alone Deshaun Watson. It's been such a roller coaster up and down. Browns get him. They get a fifth-round pick. And to be quite honest, I mean, they gave up a lot in picks, but they really didn't give up that much to acquire a star player like Deshaun Watson. Three first-round picks, a third-round pick, and a fourth-round pick. They get a fifth-round pick back. It's a big move. It's a stunning, stunning turn of events. I think that he will vastly improve that team while we're on the subject of the AFC North too not to deviate from this Deshaun Watson Cleveland thing but with all of the movement going on my brain is just running a hundred miles an hour the media and Twitter and Facebook and the world and ESPN for that matter came out told everybody Zadarius Smith after being released by the Packers, was coming home, coming back to Baltimore, where he started his career. And then that was abruptly not the case. Released in a free agency again. And 
we'll see what happens there. They have made a few moves. The Baltimore Ravens have. Uh, nothing I would consider a major standout move like some of these teams, like the, like we talked about the AFC West and the Broncos and the Raiders, some of these crazy, crazy moves. But we'll see what happens there. I'm not going to get in to Baltimore because then I'll just spend the next 40 minutes talking about the Ravens and what they need and what they should do and what they'll hopefully do or not do. But what I can tell you is that with a healthy Lamar Jackson and a healthy J.K. Dobbins and a healthy Gus Edwards, the acquisition of Marcus Williams from the Saints inking him to a five-year deal to beef up the safety spot, healthy Marlon Humphrey, healthy Marcus Peters, that team could be scary. Cleveland with Deshaun Watson at the helm could also be scary. The AFC, the AFC West and the AFC North, I think, are both going to be battles. Got the Bengals in there. They're, they're just going to keep being lights out. Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, they're just going to keep on trucking. Uh, I did find something with them that I thought was funny, the Bengals, this week, in that they re-signed Eli Apple. I think he got one year four, three or four million. Uh, they did lose C.J. Uzama, though signing a three-year deal with the New York Jets. Adam Schefter reported that one the other day. I thought that was unique, I guess you could say. I thought that one was unique. Uh, and that going back to the AFC West, as I'm just scrolling through trades here, and or signings, I should say, uh, J.C. Jackson from the Patriots, moving on, going to go continue to beef up that defense in Los Angeles, and that defense is going to be lights out, I think. J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, Khalil Mack, Bosa, come on. How how beefed up of a defense can you possibly be? But I guess when you got to compete with everything else going on in the AFC North, or I'm sorry, in the AFC West, I guess it kind of makes sense. Oh, it's going to be a wild, wild, wild football season. I can't wait. I'm interested to see over the next couple of days. I do have some questions. What's going to happen with Matt Ryan? What's going to happen with Jameis Winston? What is going to happen in the Rams organization now that they've signed Allen Robinson? What does that mean for Robert Woods? Tore his ACL last year, but he's expected to be ready and back in for training camp. What what does that mean? What is their receiving core going to look like? I think that's going to be a big one. Uh, the Panthers, what are, where do the Panthers go from here right now? They did just ink DJ Moore to a three-year, $62 million deal, locking up one of their best receivers. Now we just need to get the ball to him. I, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting year in the NFL. I cannot wait to see what all of these faces look like in new places. It's going to be... It's going to be different this year, I think. I think teams that have not been as much of competitors, teams like the Raiders, teams like the Baltimore Ravens last year, I think some of these teams' games are going to get elevated, and you're going to see a lot more of competitive edge from a lot of these teams, especially in the AFC. A lot of these teams in the AFC, I think, 
are gonna they're they're gonna be significantly more fierce, I guess is the best way to put it. Significantly more fierce than they've been over the last two years or so. I can't wait for football season. I'm sure you guys can't wait for football season either. Oop, got a little notification. Do we have another trade? We do not. We do not have another trade. A lot of college basketball going on right now. I know people are losing their minds about the the basket the NCAA tournament, the first round going on. It looks like Illinois just beat Chattanooga 54 to 53. I know Ohio State moved on today, played well. They got uh, they got not as many buckets, I think, as you would expect from Ohio State, but still, nevertheless, it was a uh, a good game. Got to watch that one today in between baseball games while I was at my office. That was fun. Another trade that just happened to pop into my head that I, or signing, again, I keep saying trade, signing that I thought was funny. Uh, Randy Gregory. News comes out, big old signing with Dallas, staying a cowboy, and much in the way that things went down for Baltimore with Zadarius Smith, that didn't happen. And off he goes to Denver. It's just weird. It's weird to see the way that some of this news and media gets released right away. And then things change over a day or two or three. And different places, different different places for these players. And it shakes the whole structure of the sport. In some instances, like the Russell Wilson signing, it changes the entire shape of an organization. The Broncos were not even a thought last year. But I promise you now, when the power rankings come out before the season starts, Denver's in the top 10. And it's crazy how one superstar can have such a drastic, drastic effect on an organization. Freddie Freeman, that's another good example. Look at this thing with Freddie Freeman and the Dodgers. Freddie Freeman heart and soul of the Atlanta Braves last year, in my personal opinion. You take a player like him, you move him to an already good team like the Dodgers, and now the Dodgers are, they are just going to be lights out. And I think that that's funny. I enjoy that. I, I love the power that one superstar player has over an entire professional organization like the NFL or the MLB. NHL is another great example with Connor McDavid, players like him, players like Jack Eichel coming to Vegas. Vegas is down and out without a ton of their key players, and he has been a shining star, a huge bright spot in an otherwise dim season. For Vegas Golden Knights fans, Connor McDavid, again, a prime example. Edmonton Oilers, generally speaking, not that great of a team. But one or two superstars like Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, they can give you a shot. And I 
I fucking love free agency and signings and trades and acquisitions that have that kind of effect. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams to the Raiders is probably the best example I could provide in this moment for that because just having his name in your roster takes you up so many notches because you just have that safety net. And while I'm on the subject, what the hell are the Packers going to do without Devontae Adams? Because the connection between him and Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau was was special. You can't argue it. The talent between the two huge, hugely beneficial for that team. And Rodgers is great, and Devontae's great. But how are they going to do separately from each other? How effective are they going to be not working in tandem? That, I think, is the most the thing that I am the most interested to see coming out of all of these massive trades that signings, keep saying trades, signings this past week. So that's what we're going to look at. And when the regular season gets here, we're going to assess it. We're going to talk about it. And it's going to be so fucking weird to see. And with that, I think it is time for the cold beer of the week. And I've actually got two cold beers of the week this week. My first cold beer of the week is obviously going to be Devontae Adams because he got paid. My second is going to be Carl Anthony Towns because holy shit, man, what a performance the other night. 50 bagger for KAT unbelievable season and a hell of a performance. Devontae gets it by default because he just rocked the entire sports world. But Carl Anthony Towns went out and earned that shit. So Carl Anthony Towns, fantastic. That one is for you, my friend. And while we have a second here, which we do, this is my podcast, I can talk about whatever I want. I want to take a second to talk about our newest partnership sponsor with Newsly. If you don't have Newsly, if you don't know about Newsly, you need to look into it because it is absolutely fantastic. It's an audio app. You can get it on iOS. You can get it on Android. It picks articles about trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural voice. Stop scrolling, start listening, browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, sports, science, Bitcoin, even the Kardashians. It is going to find you the latest articles and it's going to read it to you so you're not scrolling on your phone. It's a fantastic app. I've downloaded it. They gave me the month free premium subscription. It's awesome to use. If you download Newsly, 
If you go to the website, www.newsly.me, you can use my promo code, Board Sports Talk, B-O-A-R-D-S-P-O-R-T-S-T-A-L-K, Board Sports Talk. They're going to give you a month free for their premium subscription. You can listen to podcasts. I've started using it as my main podcast host. You guys know I love listening to my baseball podcast. I have started using it for my podcast listening. I've started using it to read articles. Obviously, when I'm, you know, when I'm working or busy or writing stories or whatever I'm doing, working on schoolwork, it's fantastic to throw it on. You get your information without having to stare at a phone. This is the first time in the history of the internet the entire web becomes listenable to you without having to read it all in one place. Fantastic app. Like I said, you can find us on there. You can find any podcast, any news content, absolutely fantastic. They're going to give you a month free on the premium subscription with my promo code, Board Sports Talk. Go check them out, newsly.me. You're going to find the link to them in this description page for this episode and every episode moving forward. I also want to take a second here to thank our other sponsors, Solo Vinyl Stickers, you need sticker work, you need laminate, you need anything like that, you hit up my boy Jesse, he's going to take care of you. A little too spooky. They are also fantastic. All your horror needs. Awesome sponsors. Love working with everybody. Take care of us. We take care of them. And we're going to keep doing that through the upcoming NFL season, through this wild finish into the NHL, NBA. And as we get geared up for a very, very, very different looking baseball season this year. That's going to do it for us today. Uh, We will see you guys again once the weekend is through. Thank you so much. You can find us at OnTheBoardSPOR1 on Twitter. Again, that's at OnTheBoardSPOR1. You can also find us on Facebook, On The Board Sports Talk, Instagram, On The Board Sports Talk. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music. You can also, for all you hockey buffs, you can find our new podcast, On The Board Sports Talk, Storm in the Crease. That airs on Monday, and we'll talk to you guys then. Have a kick-ass weekend. Thank you.